Well, welcome, 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 and we truly greet you with the love of Elohim. We're so excited again tonight to be able to impart wisdom, knowledge, and truth that comes from Holy Spirit dwelling in our temple and bringing to our members and bringing forth the word, the pure word of Elohim. We want to thank you for joining us this evening. Do us a favor. Go ahead and like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, and you will truly, truly, truly be blessed by that. Now, we'll be doing part two of uh, our teaching of last the last few weeks. And it is the, the power of your words. And so this is a part two, and we're ready to get back into it. We had a blast uh, seeing the word. And and you know what? It's, it's important for us as ambassadors to make sure that every day, and scripture tells us to renew our minds, to renew our minds daily, to make sure that we are not accepting thoughts that will... Uh, be downloaded into our belief system. And when it's downloaded into our belief system, it springs forth. And guess what? The gates come out of the mouth. The words that you speak is a result of what is influencing you and what you have accepted as truth. And so we have to be very careful. And I really think about how I grew up. And I grew up in a, in a impoverished neighborhood. And so a lot of what we spoke, a lot of the words that we spoke was out of the uh, poverty, out of that poverty mindset, because we accepted thoughts uh, passed down from from uh, older people or exchanged from, from one um, individual to another, and it creates a mindset. That's why poverty is a state of mind. It's not just a, an economic disadvantage. It's a state of mind because you allow thoughts to come into you. You let them impermeate your belief system and you now live your life as a result of the poverty that has And that poverty is a cancer. It it spreads in the mind. And then when you speak, you speak death and what you're speaking is contagious. And so another person receives that thought because you spoke it and now they let it enter into their belief system and the cycle continues to go on. That's why we have generations after generations after generations of poverty because it's a state of mind that is being passed down. So we are very cognizant of the enemy's old, the old serpent's tricks. And he used, he used the same tricks throughout uh, and we and we looked at this the last uh, time we talked. We saw a lot of his tricks and what he has done over the over <laughs> the span of at least the the records that and accounts that we see. And I'm sure he have done more than that because we only have some of the written word, not everything. So let's get right into let's get right into the message tonight. And so. Again, we are talking about the power of your words, the strength, the the life, the power, uh, the authority that you have in your words when the source is pure. And we're going to get back into that. So let's do a, a quick recap on what we spoke. We we come from Mishli, uh and later on colonized as 18 uh, Proverbs 18 and 21. It says death and life are in the power of the tongue. And so. Why did I put this particular translation translation up? 
Well, it really doesn't matter which translation which translation right now because we have uh he, the Hebrew, everything broken down into the Hebrew. So we're going to get the original pure source of what the translator tried to get across. Now, again, when you study at the mercy of the translator, uh when you study from translations, you're at the mercy of the translator. So we have to be very careful about the thoughts that we let enter into. The scripture in uh, Corinthian, uh, Olive 2 and 11, I believe, says that every thought has to be taken captive and subjected to the word. It said the uh, Christ, but we know, again, the translation um, did not contain the original um, message of what it meant to say. And it really tells us that it's the word. It has to be subjected to the word, which if the spirit of truth, which is Holy Spirit dwells in us, then when the word of truth comes forth, it's going to make sure Holy Spirit knows how to check the word. Holy Spirit is the father manifested presence in the earth, in us. So what we see here, and I'm just dissecting this, is it tells us that death and life, so two can be present. Either or can be present. You either going to be speaking every time you open your mouth, you either going to be speaking life or you're going to be speaking death. And it says it's in the power of our tongue. And we know it's the words that we speak. But let's go a little further down and it and reveal some of these Hebrew olive bets. Now, what's important? We, we, Hebrew reads from right to left. We have been colonized to read from left to right. And you see how, how backwards things have been. And so this shin here is letting us know that something is being consumed. Something is being destroyed. Um, and if it's in the right and it has the right source, then what's being destroyed is what the life has come to bring and what we mean by that is the word is quicker than any two-edged sword and it divides it exposes so when you speak and i look at it now when our shepherd dr larry when he speaks uh, and we teaches us uh, in certain environments we can feel the resistance but what they are resisting is not Dr. Larry. They're resisting the word. The word is coming forth and it's cutting and dividing. And see, this is the issue that we have in today's society. Everybody wants to feel good uh, and they don't want to listen to anything that doesn't make them feel good because they're governed by feelings. So if they don't feel good this day, they're going to be speaking death. If they feel great this day, they're going to be speaking life. And it shows a lifestyle of hypocrisy because you, you're either or, you're up and you're down. And the father can't dwell in a temple that's up and down. He needs a vessel that is going to be uh, in position, making sure that they do what they're supposed to do all the time, not when they feel like it. Holy Spirit doesn't come in us when he feels like it. He's there 24-7. His job is to colonize our thought process. Just like the governor in the state of Tennessee, they uphold the laws. They make sure that they that their the laws uh, are dispersed, and then educating the citizens on the laws. 
The same thing with Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is trying to educate us on the laws that we should apply. Even when a situation comes forward, he's still trying to teach us how to speak when, when calamity comes, how to speak when uh, issues of life spring forth, how to speak when uh, something didn't go our way as, or as, as we have planned it, but how to speak as an ambassador anytime, anytime. And I, and I always think about Yeshua when he was on the boat and they came and they were just, the situation was chaotic. The situation was chaotic and, and, and Yeshua was asleep during the storm and they came and they said, well, Lord, Lord, help us. You are <laughs> the Messiah. You are uh, our Lord, Lord and ruler. You are Yeshua, the living word. And we need your help right now. They were allowing the situation to dictate and impermeate their belief system. And they spoke out of that unbelief. They spoke out of that doubt. They spoke out of ignorance. <clears throat> ignorance of the laws, doubt of the word actually working as the father said. The father is not a man, so he should never lie. Everything that he says, he has to do. And so when his word is being dispersed, you should be already in, conf in, in, in complete confidence knowing that the word is going to work. So anyway, they went to Yeshua and they asked him, uh, Father, we, we, we're getting ready to die. And you're just sitting here laying down, you sleep. Yeshua, man, I was having some good rest. Y'all come bother me over that. that that's nothing. <laughs> that is very minuscule to my authority. And what did he say? He didn't say, you know what? Let, let me call on the father. Let me go do this. Let me go do that. Let me get prepared. Uh, you know, scrambling. Uh, all this anxiety set in. The spirit of anxiety did not set in. Yeshua said, Shalom. What did he say? Shalom. It was translated to peace. But the when you go through to the Hebrew, can we get this in our mind? If we go to the pure source every time, and we understand the pure source, then we always get the mind of the Father. We always get the mind of the Messiah. We get always get the mind of Elohim. So that's why it's important to look into those. But he said shalom. And that means everything that's chaotic, everything that is out of order, everything that is meant to destroy us, distract us, to try to kill us, to steal from us everything that is unlike the father has to cease has to die has to be destroyed when we speak out of the authority now this is important it's two folds to that to speaking one of them is believing what you're getting ready to say because a lot of people in the earth are are saying things that they don't believe they're they and the scripture tells us many many of them will say they did things in my authority. It didn't say name in my authority and cast out demons and, and destroy things in my authority. But the that authority was not of me. He said, I, I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. And so that's important to know because <clears throat> we can be doing something. And this is the, the trick of the enemy. The trick of the enemy is to always get you to do a good thing instead of the right thing. So it's very important that we make sure that we check the source of whatever we do and check the source of whatever is causing us 
uh, to 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 stumble. We have to check the source because that would never come from the from the Father. That's the old serpent. So only two sources of thought: that which of light and that which of darkness. And so we have to be careful what we allow in. So in this sense, the Yeshua says shalom, and everything had to cease because the authority that was inside of him was the same authority that he had. He came in the earth. He died. He was bruised. He was he was murdered and gave us the keys to the kingdom of heaven. And what that did for us was get put us back in our position of righteousness and dominion, meaning that what he was doing in the earth, speaking out of his out of the spirit is the same thing that we can do as born again believers. But how, why doesn't it work for us? It's because we let another thought enter into three thoughts. Ignorance is a spirit of ignorance, a spirit of doubt, and a spirit of unbelief. And when it enters into the belief system, now everything after that is contaminated. And our lifestyle will show because it entered into and we set up our ideology, a school of thought around the lie, around the misconception, around the 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 idea or the precept that came from a wrong source. That's why it's important for us to know and listen and hear from Holy Spirit before we do any speaking. Initially, it tells us that a fool says everything on his mind. Again, this is a society that we live in. Give him a piece of your mind. Give him, y'all, I got to give her a piece of my mind. I got to give him a piece of my mind. We keep piecing out our mind and the Father's telling us to renew it every day. And we keep giving pieces and pieces and pieces out so we don't have anything else. We lost our mind. And it says a fool says everything that is on his mind. Why? Because an ambassador understands that, let's go back to the scripture. An ambassador understands that the death and life are in the, the words that we choose to speak out of the co connection that we have, this valve here, the connection and what it does, it cuts and divides. This is a, a, a Zayin. We know the weapon of the covenant of the word. It's not being used. So when this Shin is out of order, because when it, this means when the shin, it's a twofold meaning of this. When it's out of order, chaos is there. Destruction is coming forth. It also tells us in scripture and Mishnah. Mishnah is good about teaching you how to be quiet, <laughs> how to listen, how to get wisdom, and how to speak as an ambassador. It's very great. It's very good. It's very good keys that you have to, it's very simplistic, but it's so potent because it's the basis of an ambassador. If you always speak in how you feel, because feelings are temporary, you may be up, you may get upset. That's why in scripture tells us, even in Michigan, when you're upset, don't sin on the anger. Don't, don't act on the anger. Don't speak on the anger because you're getting ready to put out life or you're getting ready to put out death. And in this sense, you're getting ready to destroy something. It also tells us initially a wise woman will, will build the house. And the other one says she, she will tear it down with her own hands. Now, 
Eve tells us a little bit more and deeper and thought of that. The words that that wife speaks to her husband is either destroying the house or building the house. It's either destroying the house or building the house. Why? Because if the authority is, is in rooted in chaos and you connect it to that chaos, connect it to that source, then what's being cut and divided is not for the good. It's for destroying. It's not going to fulfill the original purpose of why the father gave us the authority to speak. Okay. So let's keep going here. Very much a small recap, but we saw here words are the most powerful force in heaven and earth. Look very quickly. The heavens and earth were created by words. Adam and Hava or Ish, Isha were this was were deceived by words. The word of Elohim was first spoken before it was written. And then we talk about the declaration and the document. So a declaration is a statement, which are words being spoken. And then when they're documented, it becomes written words. They are decrees, which become laws. So what we're seeing here, and this is a recap, our words are the most powerful force in heaven and in earth. So when you understand how powerful it is for how powerful you are when you speak, not just saying things, again, initially it says a fool will indulge and speaking on everything they, they want to. That's why when you, if you got friends that's around you, let's come out of here. That's why if you have friends that you're connected with and all the time, every time they, they get you on the phone, can I vent? Can I vent? Can I vent? Can I tell you? Can I just tell you what happened? <clears throat> as an ambassador, as a true ambassador, a, 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 a friend that sticks closer than a brother, you need to speak the word. So-and-so, I don't think it's a good idea for you to do that. And the reason being is you don't want to say something that's going to destroy or put something in the atmosphere because of your authority, of your uh, position of righteousness. My, my friend, I can't let you do that. I won't be the one to do it because then those words are cancer, cancerous. They're very contagious. Meaning I might catch on to a thought that I wasn't even thinking about it. I let it enter into because I trust you. And now it's in my belief system and now I'm speaking. And then now I call you when I'm ready to vent, when I'm ready to, uh, to, 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 to be a fool. <clears throat> Scripture makes it plain and simple. A fool says everything that's on that mind. So-and-so, I want you to be a fool today. I don't want you to be a fool today. Anyone that's listening, we don't want you to be a fool today by always saying what's on your mind. Everything that, that is that comes across, every thought that comes across does not need to enter into. But guess what? You allow that. You have the authority to allow or deny those thoughts. They, the, the scripture tells us things will come. Thoughts are going to come. But it's your position of righteousness and your authority in the earth that will allow or disallow that thoughts from entering into your belief system. And when it enters into your belief system, then, and if it doesn't, then what I'm speaking, I, I check the thought, I check the source. You know what? I'm not even, I'm, I'm upset right now, but you guess what? 
I'm a I'm gonna get still. I'm gonna listen to the Holy Spirit. I'm a I'm a I'm going to calm down before I say something. That's and me and my wife talk about it all the time. I don't I don't want to say anything because look, this is my first ministry, my family. And if I say something out of order or out of anger, then the thought is now dispersed. First of all, um, my kids see, and they are going to pattern what they see and hear. And then also my wife takes that and internalizes it, and she can let that impermeate her belief system. And then now the house is being torn down versus being built up. And so that's why we have to be careful what we say, especially as father, husbands in a covenant. Because your words are, are every word is being recorded, but you are the account of that family. And so if you say something, if you are destroying the house, then the, the, the whole pattern is now corrupted. And the father looks at that. He, he doesn't like that. And so let's go right into some more. So. We touched on this last time, but we didn't go in depth. So now we have a chance to go in depth of what this really, really entails. So what we speak out will reveal the source of thought, which has become embedded in the belief system. In the belief system. Now, initially, 23 and 7, it says, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Why is that? This heart here is interchangeable with our belief system. So what he thinks in his belief system, so is he. All right. Now, illegal spirits need a legal agent in the earth to operate through. Illegal spirits. The spirits that had failed with the old serpent are in earth illegally. They don't have a body. Our bodies grant us legality in the earth. We are legal agents in the earth because we have a body. <clears throat> now, when we allow a spirit, and I'm going to give you a couple of spirits. You may know the name of these. Uh, anxiety, depression, worry, doubt, unbelief, ignorance, all these things. <clears throat> they are spirits. They're legal spirits. But we allow them into our belief system. And as we think, we allow, we live out, we fulfill the desires of not the father, but of the flesh of the uh, old serpent. We become sons, the sons of the old serpent, because the source of it is, is, is not pure. And so we let it enter into and guess what? That spirit will enter into men. It was one man that Yeshua spoke to, and he asked the name of that spirit. And they said legion, meaning there were many. This person allowed many, a, a many, 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 many spirits to enter into. And they were trying to carry out every Every mission they could carry out before Yeshua got there. And guess what? When Yeshua came, guess what? He spoke. He asked for the name so he can properly cast you out. 
And guess what? They told them their name. Guess what? Because they, they understand authority. And they have no authority in this earth. They're not here legally. But if you allow them to enter into your thought, now they have a legal agent. Now what you're carrying out, they are legally doing it now because they're inside a vessel that was supposed to be used for the father's exclusive use, but now is used out to carry out the the mission, the 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 agenda of the old serpent. So we got to stop letting things enter into, allowing things into, and then speaking them. Guess what? They're here legally, but they need a legal agent to operate through. Let's look at Matthew Yahoo 12, 43 and 45. It says, when the unclean spirit has gone out of a person, it passes through the waterless places seeking rest, but finds none. Then it says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when it comes, it finds a house empty, swept, and put in order. Then it goes and brings with it seven other spirits more evil than itself. And they enter and, enter and dwell there. And the last state of the person is worse than the first state. So also will it be with this evil generation? Look, what we're saying here, let's dissect this a little bit. It says when an unclean spirit has gone out of a person, meaning you can cast out a unclean spirit. You can say, Father, I denounce this anxiety. It's not mine. It has to go. This is not a, a holy, this is not a temple that it can dwell in. This is a holy temple of Elohim where Holy Spirit dwells in. So no, it cannot believe, come into my belief system. Even if the doctor told you you had cancer today, you don't have to believe it. The scripture tells us who report are you going to believe? Because what? Because you're going to let it enter into your belief system and you got people out here saying, this is my cancer. This is my, this is my uh, disease. This is my, this is my, 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 my. Yeah, you, you allowed it into, and guess what? <laughs> When that demon, when that illegal spirit finds a resting place, like we see, and when it comes, it finds a house empty, swept, and put in order. You can say that, but the moment you let the thoughts in, you open the door for illegal spirits to come into. So this this illegal spirit got smart. It said, "Hey, this is a good place. This is a this is a this a twenty bedroom house with twenty bathrooms. Every room is full. So let me go get some company." Let me go bring some other things. Then the unbelief comes in. And then the ignorance comes in. Then the doubt comes in. Then you don't trust the word. Then your conscience is seared. And then now you're going to speak as an agent of Satan and not an ambassador of the kingdom of heaven. That's how, that's how dangerous it is for you to be hanging around people that, that, that speak death all the time. It's dangerous for you to hang in an atmosphere where uh, the the so the environment is conducive for letting illegal spirits enter into. It's dangerous for you to be in groups, be in rooms, be and listen to music. Listen to this. It's dangerous for you to listen to music that is destroying communities. That is that is sent out to destroy fathers to to extract fathers from. The household. It's dangerous for you to listen to this. Why? Because you are allowing music enters into our soul unfiltered. We don't check it. We listen to it. If the beat is good, we don't care what comes, the what words are being spoken on this particular track. We allow it to come into our belief system. 
unchecked. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't take one thought and subject it to the word. We, we, the beat was good, so we just going, going, and they embed and pray over these uh, tracks that it, it permeates the hearts, that it destroys the mind, and that they use it as modern day mind control. That's what we're looking at today. And so, if you, it's dangerous for you to allow that music to into enter into this holy temple. Because guess what? It now is going to become your god. You got people acting out. They hear songs. And they are acting out of this song because they allow the illegal spirit. And guess what? When you keep playing it and replaying it and playing it, guess what? The house that was empty, that was swept, that was put in order is now a, a, a rooming house for illegal spirits, rent free. Everything they need is already there. We allow it to happen. So you have to look out and be on guard for the tricks, the schemes of the enemy. And just because these, these rappers go on TV and say, I want to thank God, you, you allow that music, that filth, that trash to enter into your belief system. And you act it out. Just because they say, I want to thank God when they got a, a trophy and we sitting there idolizing, idolizing and making celebrities out of people that are supposed to be sons of Elohim. We letting other gods in, and that's, uh, that's one of the national covenant laws the Father put together. People call the Ten Commandments that will govern a nation, and we we are defiling the laws that have been put in place for us to be governed by. When we allow celebrities, we 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 idolize the creation and not the Creator. This is why it's dangerous. This is why you have to be on guard. Because as soon as you let that music into uh, your thought process, unfiltered, unchecked, it's it's going to do what it's been sent to do if you allow it to. And that's where the unclean spirits come out of. Sexual immorality is embedded in the music that we listen to. It's embedded into the, the TV that we watch. That's why it's important when you go to bed, cut that TV off. Because guess what? The old serpent rule is the prince of the uh, of the air he he runs the uh, social media platforms he runs these tv networks he's the source behind it and you cut off and you and words are being spoken it's being filtered into your belief system unchecked and you sitting there sleep you didn't even think about it unclean spirits just roaming the house so you have to be very careful about what you let in to the ear gates what you hear is being downloaded and then you acting out of that. All right, let's look at this last account and then we're going to get on out of here. All right, Yeshua, when he was speaking to the fig tree in Marcus 11, 12, and 22, it says the next day as they were leaving Bethany, Yeshua was hungry, seeing in the distance a fig tree in the leaf. He went to find out if he had any, if it had any fruit. When he reached it, he found nothing but leaves because it was not the season for the fig. Then he said to the tree, may no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples heard him and said, say it, say it. They heard him say it. Now, what's important about this? <clears throat> Yeshua saw, just as we see ambassadors that are pr producing fruit. 
the fruit is evidence of what's been planted, what's been rooted. The tree planted and rooted that has the right nutrients, the roots are in the right culture, is going to produce fruit. And guess what? That fruit will produce seed. And that seed will produce millions and billions of other trees that produce more fruit. All right? Now, when he reached it, he found out it had nothing but leaves. It didn't have evidence of what it was designed to do. And then Yeshua spoke to it. He didn't knock it over. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't curse it out. He simply spoke to it. And guess what? The authority that was in Yeshua when he spoke out, when he spoke it, it was already done. It didn't have to, uh, the, the effects happened right then. They just saw a little bit later, the account, let's just read on. On, reach, on reaching Jerusalem, Jerusalem, Yeshua entered the temple courts and began driving out those who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the benches of those selling doves and would not allow anyone to carry merchandise through the temple courts. <clears throat> and as he taught them, he said, it, it is not written. That it was not spoken and then written that my house will be called a house of prayer for all nations, but you have made it a den of robbers. So you sure? And then he went on and started turning over tables, going to still speaking the word. So let's keep on going. And then the chief priests and the teachers of the law heard this and began looking for a way to kill him. <clears throat> For they feared him because the whole crowd was amazed at his teaching. When evening came, Yeshua and disciples went out of the city. In the morning, as they went along, they saw the fig tree withered from the roots. Not just the tree down, the roots, meaning the source. Peter remembered, or Kepha remembered, and said to Yeshua, Rabbi, Master Teacher, look, the fig tree you cursed has withered. <laughs> what did Yeshua say? Have faith in Elohim. Truly, I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go, throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. Because you're going to speak out of your belief system. Your belief system is set up a set of convictions because of a thought that you agree with. And that thought had to be pure. If the original precept, the father, the source of, of the word is embedded into, and I agree with it as an ambassador should, then I set up convictions, I set up a belief system, and I'm going to speak from that belief system, meaning I have faith in the word, I have faith in Elohim, I have faith that his word is, will, has, and will continue to destroy unyokes, uh, yokes, of evil uh, relationships uh, that are not doing me any good. <clears throat> Anything that is needed and necessary for me to, to operate as an ambassador is already done. I believe that. So now I'm speaking out of it. And guess what? When you speak as an ambassador in a position of righteousness, every law that comes from your lips has to work and benefit you. As, a, as favor of Elohim continues to surround us, when we speak his word. And so again, so two folds on this, they went back, they saw the evidence of what Yeshua already spoke. That when Yeshua spoke, it already took, took, took root. What he said was already done. 
But when they came back, they saw evidence of what he spoke. And so again, Yeshua didn't doubt. He spoke it, believe, he believed twofold. He believed and then he spoke. He didn't speak and not believe. It's twofold to that. That's why people saying, well, I, I told you, you know, I, I'm saying to the father, you know, that I'm I'm denouncing this, <clears throat> this disease. I'm denouncing this. I'm, I'm, I'm cursing this, this, this environment, whatever the case may be. But the, the sure, the Holy Spirit is saying to us, did you believe that before you spoke? If you don't believe, if you have unbelief, if you're ignorant of the word, you can speak it, but it's not rooted. So we saw here. And then they went back and saw that the, that, that fig tree was totally annihilated, destroyed from the root. I mean, it couldn't produce again. When the roots are gone, the roots are destroyed. It cannot produce again. And then Yeshua says to his scholars, then he says, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and that twofold and does not doubt, meaning if you don't doubt, that means you believe in their heart, in their belief system that it will be done for them. It is already, it will be, it already was done because everything that is embedded, everything the father is, who he, who he is, his character, his authority is embedded in his word. So when ambassadors believe twofold and they speak, then it has to be done. The question I have for you on this evening, ambassadors, is do you believe the words that you're speaking? Do you believe that the word is impenetrable, that it's invincible, that it's all-encompassing, that you have Holy Spirit in you that knows everything, that you can trust in him? And guess what? When the winds of, of the ways of life come forth, then it doesn't matter because I believe the word that's been imparted in me I understand it. I know how to apply it. And now I speak. And now I speak. And now things have to be done. The chaos has to cease. The, the plan and tricks of the enemy has to die out. So that's why it's important for us to understand how powerful our words are and how potent we are as ambassadors. And when you truly understand that as an ambassador, then you won't continue to speak death. You won't continue to allow illegal spirits to come inside of you and to carry out missions and mandates and agendas of the old serpent. It's very simple. The first step is, in the first message that Yeshua preached or taught, because uh, he wasn't singing it, he taught it, um, was repent, was shub, meaning Turn away from, burn the house down. Whatever thought that was causing you to sin or you accepted that was that helps you uh, feel justified and, and wrongdoing, burn it down. Turn away from it. You don't have anything else to go back to. If this is you, if you repent to the Father and you speak and say, Father, forgive me for every sin and, and, and be honest with the Father. Confession with uh, uh, believing that the confession is <laughs> confession is what's already inside 
and if we believe that we can be healed, we can we can we can uh, sever from whatever that is, even if that's ignorance, that we can sever from it, and it is already done. And guess what? And if you want to be a kingdom or the citizen of the kingdom of heaven, if you speak and you believe, then guess what? Holy Spirit will enter into and dwell in that holy temple. All right, brothers and sisters, brothers and sisters, we say shalom to you and we'll see you on the next one.